Well, here I am. Welcome back to the M Nation Sports Podcast. It's been a minute, you know. Um, the Wild and the Wolves have Game 5s respectively tonight. Um, I'm hoping that the Wild are able to pick up a win in Texas so they can come back and just finish the Stars for good on Friday in St. Paul in front of their home crowd. And as far as the Wolves go, they are back in Denver tonight for the chance to bring the series back to Minneapolis and ju- just be just a little bit more of a thorn in the side of the Denver Nuggets, considering what they Denver had a chance to sweep them and they weren't able to get it done. So now Denver instead, instead of Nikola Jokic being able to, you know, sit in a lawn chair, take a week long vacation to Hawaii, then come back and get ready for the Phoenix Suns. Nope. He's got to. He's got to fight off the Timberwolves one more time. He's got to make Cat foul him six times one more time. You know what I mean? Um, but it's like the Timberwolves have played three close games this series, They and they won one of them. The Timberwolves are capable of winning the series if everybody's playing their A game at all times. But unfortunately, the Denver Nuggets are a playoff-built team. They are not going to lose the series to the Timberwolves. We all knew that going into it. I wouldn't be shocked if I wouldn't I wouldn't have been shocked if the Wolves got swept, but they didn't. And now we're here. Now we are here and it is it's time for game five. It's in Denver. Denver's gonna have this amazing moment where they ride off into the sunset, or out of the first round in this case, uh, in front of their home fans instead of doing it on the road, and everybody's gonna be so excited, and then in four days they'll start their series against the Phoenix Suns. Um, or maybe the Clippers come back, but Lord knows that they probably won't. Anyways. Especially now that the series is back in um in Phoenix. But anyways, um Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert, this is just my opinion. I still I know that they're talented. I know that they're all world basketball players, but the what you're trying to build here is not gonna work with them around. It's just not going to. It's unfortunate, but it's true. Carl Anthony Towns is no longer the, and he continues to act like it. And I'm not saying acting like a leader is bad, but unfortunately for Carl Anthony Towns, he's not the leader of this team anymore. Anthony Edwards is, whether Anthony Edwards wants to accept it or not. He just is. And as far as Rudy Gobert goes, we can all agree, and yes, he's had good games and he's had good moments with us. Rudy Gobert has not worked out. The experiment did not work, and it's one of the worst trades in NBA history, straight up. That is that is what it is. It just is. You gave up, what was it, three first-round picks and three incredible players to get this dude, this one guy who was even banged up for a small chunk of the season. And I'm not blaming him for getting bullied by D'Angelo Russell or not having the chemistry there, but it's like... Um, it's just so unfortunate that all like Tim Connolly messed up this bad the second he walks in as as general manager. It's just so unfortunate. And I think in the offseason, they make they need to make a significant move where Anthony Edwards is told straight up, you are the Minnesota Timberwolves now for the next 10 to 15 years. Anthony Edwards is 22, right? He's 22, right? 22 years old. He's got a lot of time left. LeBron James last night had 20 rebounds in a playoff game. Insanity for his age. So when it comes down to it, Anthony Edwards has to be here for the long run. Minnesota desperately needs him to be. And 
Cat and Rudy are out of their prime, but they're not out of their prime enough where you couldn't get a first round pick back for each one of them. I think you could get a first and a second for Cat. You could probably get a first for Rudy, a late first maybe, or at least a couple seconds. Um, and you'd get back, yeah, you'd be paying 50 cents on the dollar. Or I mean, at this point, 25 cents on the dollar, but you'd be getting something back. And you need to surround Anthony Edwards with good pieces. You just need to. Like, you can honestly keep Mike, Con- Mike Conley around if you want to for another year or so. He's a great piece. Keep Kyle Anderson around. But these centers, the Timberwolves are no longer a, a big team. The team needs to surround Anthony Edwards. And yes, you need a decent center in there too. But Cat, for psychological and emotional reasons, cannot be on this team anymore. And Rudy Gobert is just, there's bad vibes. There's bad vibes around because he's just, it's just not meant to be there. It's just not meant to be. He's not the player that he used to be. Um, but who knows? Maybe I say all this and then they win three games in a row and they go on to win the NBA Finals. And Tim Connolly was right all along, but... Um, realistically, that's not going to happen. Moving on to a more exciting thing. The Minnesota Wild are tied two games to two against the Dallas Stars. They have returned to Texas and they have touched down in the biggest state in the continental United States. And they are ready to go into the American Airlines arena tonight and have Matt Dumba boot out of the building. Um, and they're going to have to battle. They've flip-flopped wins the whole series, Wild 1, Game 1, Stars 2, Wild 3, Stars 4. And I'll be perfectly honest with you, outside of Game 2, the Wild have dominated the series. They weren't able to capitalize on their opportunities in Game 4, and that's what got them. Game 4 was a literal copy of Game 3 for the Wild, with the exception of Jake Ottinger making saves and making ridiculous saves in the Wild not being able to cash in on breakaways. That was the only difference between Game One and or excuse, Game 3 and Game three, 4. Well, actually, there is that little difference of the Wild having twice as less, uh, excuse me, um, twice as many penalty minutes as the Dallas Stars, but we won't get into that. And we won't get into how playoff hockey is supposed to be physical and how players are supposed to win games, not referees making call itty-bitty interference calls and um, Kale McCarr possibly getting suspended for the avalanche and whatnot, but Marcus Foligno isn't allowed to go touch people like when they have the puck, you know, and Marcus Foligno goes flying. But, um, Marcus Foligno said it in the locker room the other day. It's, it's BS. It is what it is. Referees should not be dictating playoff games with the exception of real penalties, which everybody can acknowledge. And I'm not being a salty Wild fan right now. I'm saying this on behalf of Dallas, too. Let the players decide the game. This is playoff hockey. This is not the referee show. If there's a clear tripping penalty, call the clear tripping penalty. If there's clear interference, call the clear interference. But if it's ticky-tack and it's not dangerous, let it go. We have rules for a reason. And the game of hockey is meant to be played a certain way. But other than that, I mean... Dean made a terrible mistake, and I, I know it was more than Dean, and I'm sure that um, I'm sure that the GM had to do with it as well. But starting Flurry in Game Two was an awful mistake. First of all, because it was in that road fishbowl environment in Texas with that loud crowd, that wasn't going to do any good. And you weren't playing with enough house money to start Flurry over your hot hand in Philip Gustafson. And when they put Flurry in, it was almost like a, we've done all this good work. And now you've just thrown it all away because with all due respect to the legend that Marc-Andre Fleury is, he's, he's clearly the number two goaltender right now. And he gave up six goals, 
six in game two. Unbelievable. Regardless, it was like six goals in, in two periods too, not even a full game. And the Wild still almost came back. But regardless, you get the point. Um, so Gustafson, there's only so much Gustafson can do. Like I'm not blaming him for the game four loss at all. Jay Godinger played super well. The Wild didn't cash in on their opportunities, and now here we are. But unfortunately, the series is now best of three, and two out of the three games are in Dallas. So the Wild are going to have to pick up one more road win somewhere here, but they're definitely going to have to win in St. Paul in that guaranteed game on Friday. They're going to have to pick up that. They need it. Um, It's just so frustrating when you know, you know for a fact the Wild can beat this team. You, We know that the Wild have enough skill. You know they have enough grit. You know they have enough toughness with Ryan Reeves and Flino and Dumba and every, every even Kirill. I have to yell at my TV ever again for Kirill to stop throwing his hands around because Kirill just loves to get into all these um, into all these swarms when they come up. But and also Kirill has one point this whole series if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. I know he's had his chances. I know he's had his chances. Believe me. But Kirill and Boldy need to wake up. They. I think they're the two highest paid players on the team, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, who knows? Maybe Brodeen and Spurgeon are paid. Regardless, Boldy has really not been a factor this entire series. And really, in a scoring sense, Kirill hasn't either. You've gotten goals from Johansson and Nyquist. And I think even John Merrill got a goal at one point. But you need more production from your legitimate superstar players. Can you even think where we would be at right now if the Wild had lost game one? I think we'd be out of the playoffs by now. Dallas might have even beat him in four or five. But tonight's game is arguably the most important game of the series. Because if you win tonight, then you have a legitimate chance of putting the final nail in the coffin on on uh, on Friday. But if you lose tonight, then your back is against the wall and you have to fight for an opportunity to fly all the way back to Dallas to beat them there. The Wild must win Game five tonight. They must. It is simple as that. Oh my goodness. It's It's been a series. And I hope the referees, for the sake of both teams, keep those whistles in their pockets for the rest of the series. I'm not asking for people's heads to be taken off, or I'm not asking for dangerous calls to not be called or play to be stopped, but you need to let them play. It's as simple as that. And regarding the uh, switching gears now to the Minnesota Twins, it's Sonny Gray, as of this morning, because I know it can change on a dime, because Shohei Otani's right behind him. Sonny Gray leads the American, excuse me, he leads the entire league. He leads the entire the entirety of Major League Baseball in ERA. Insanity. He gave up zero runs last night in seven innings against the Yankees. This dude is a stone-cold killer. In the month of April, too. This isn't perfect weather. This is this is chippy weather. And Sonny Gray went out there last night and just he 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 flamed the Yankees. He flamed Aaron Judge. Unfortunately, Aaron Judge was in the um was the DH last night. I did not get to see him field um in right or in center or left or whatever. But uh additionally, the, the twins were up by six going into the ninth inning. So I was honestly kind of upset. I wanted the Yankees to make the game a little bit closer because I really want it was a night game. I wanted to see that Johan Duran entrance. This amazing flames entrance where they dim the lights and even the pop I would have accepted the uh the Jorge Lopez entrance too but Johan Duran is so exciting to watch 
so unbelievably exciting. Senior Smoke. As we um, uh, what was what was what was that oh, that dude in the past? Eh, whatever, it doesn't matter. But Johan Duran needs to be on the Twins for the next five years minimum. This kid is insane. And you restructure, not restructure. You extend Pablo Lopez. You keep around Joe Ryan. You keep who you who you got in a trade for an AARP member in Nelson Cruz. I want to remind you, you got Joe Ryan for Nelson Cruz. That is insane. And Tampa Bay should be ashamed of themselves. And keep Sonny Gray around. You've got three legit pitchers for playoff baseball. You've got three legit pitchers for winning one playoff game. That's all we ask. One playoff game. Is that too much to ask? Is it too much to ask for the Twins to win this awful division and not lose series to the Washington Nationals at home? Is that too much to ask? Twins have divisional heavy opponent schedule once they get done with the Yankees here. Royals at home. They've got White Sox, and I think they've also got the Tigers or maybe the Royals again. Whatever it is, they've got, I think... Their next 10 games are all against divisional opponents. No, they're playing the Guardians. Um, their next 10 games are all against divisional opponents after the Yankees. They need to win at least eight of them. I'm serious. This team is too good to lose to the American League Central. This team is too good. We have higher expectations than that. Other than that, um, I'm going to do a separate episode about the NFL draft. The NFL draft's coming up later this week. On Thursday will be the first round. Aaron Rodgers got traded yesterday. We'll talk about that on the draft episode, which I will be posting tomorrow. But, um, yeah, game five for the Wolves tonight. Game five for the Wild tonight. Uh, both both games on the road, of course. The Wild will be at the American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas. And the Wolves will be at the Pepsi Center. Sorry, I mean Ball Arena in Denver, Colorado. But other than that, I hope you all are having a fantastic day. Enjoy the sunshine outside. And, um, yeah, keep your head up. Keep your stick on the ice. And uh, hopefully Anthony Edwards can carry us to victory again tonight. But other than that, have a fantastic day, everyone. And uh, please return to M Nation Sports in the future.